Hello there, Comic Clan, and welcome to another episode of the Comics and the Cross podcast, the greatest streamers you have never heard of. I, of course, am one of your co-hosts for today, Cross, along with my colleague as ever, Nitro. What's up, everybody? Awesome, Mike is working, which is good. <laughs> we had some technical issues, which thankfully we resolved like minutes before we started. So it's always like right before, like yeah, right before. like nothing working. Yeah, like everything's working fine, and then we literally go, okay, we're about to go live in a few minutes, check everything's right, and it falls apart. Um, but we, we are live, we are good. Um, thank you all for joining us here for our podcast. If you're watching us live on Twitch, thank you. If you're catching up with us later on YouTube, thank you also. We appreciate everyone who checks out the podcast. So we have a, a bit more of a chilled podcast today, a bit more of a relaxed one. Um, as we're going to be doing a little bit of an art stream with Nitro. Nitro is of course an artist who's responsible for pretty much all the art you see on the channel from the logo to the banners to the the stuff in the info below where we are on Twitch to the to the sub badges, anything like that. He's pretty much the guy that does it because I have no art ability whatsoever. So like everything falls. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun. We're just going to chat and talk about some news, talk about some different things that have happened. Um, before we delve into that though, before we delve into that, before we even do, I usually do housekeeping at the start and talk about our sponsor and all that, before we even do any of that, I feel like I need to address something. Um, for any of you watching from outside of the US, you've still probably heard a lot of this news. If you're in the US, you are very aware of what's been going on this week. Last Monday, there was a... There was an unfortunate death of a man named George Floyd, a black man who was killed after, and we seen it later when we saw footage and pictures of a police officer that was basically kneeling on his neck and for about, I think it was nine minutes was the official length of time roughly, and he died. Um, this has sparked a major, a major shift in the system here in America. This is. I thank you so much for the host ads. We really appreciate that, brother. Thank you. This has sparked major, major protests in Richmond. Some of them are calling them riots because of the, they are there has been damage done to places like the major one that people seen was um, the Target that was wrecked and destroyed pretty much. Um, Police cars have been put in fire. There's been massive protests or riots, whichever you're calling them, across the state. So I, f I feel like we can't go into today's podcast without first mentioning this. It's it's a major shift in the system here, and comic books as a whole have always been about the world that we live in. They've always been shaped and influenced by the politics, by our beliefs, by the different stuff that's going on in the world. As the official founder of Comics and the Cross, I felt the need to address Comics and the Cross's stance on this. What happened to George Floyd was not okay. What happened to that man was a complete abuse of power. It was a horrible, hateful act from someone who was meant to protect and serve this country. And there was no need for him to be kneeling on his neck when he was being investigated for a non-violent crime. Apparently he was resisting arrest, but none of the footage shows that he was resisting arrest. And even if he was, three people or 
yeah three people were kneeling one was standing there three people kneeling on his body one on his neck for nine minutes is not a valid option for anything it's it's not okay we're not going to focus a massive amount of time in this because i'm not one of the voices that needs to be heard on this topic you don't need to hear two white dudes talking about issues in black america because the truth is we don't understand I'm never going to understand the oppression that African Americans and black people feel in this country. I'm never going to understand it. You know, even all the talks that go on here against immigrants coming into this country, I'm never going to understand because when people talk about issues with immigration in this country, they're usually talking with people that don't have my skin complexion. When they talk about issues with immigrants, I'm not usually one of the ones included because if I keep my mouth shut, no one would even know I wasn't from here. It's a massive issue in this country and there's been protests and riots or whatever you want to call them and there's been people fighting with police during these because the police have been coming out in force against it. I don't agree with riots taking place but I can see why they feel they've been forced to that point. You know, people were going crazy when what was the footballer's name that took the knee yeah like when he took the knee people were going crazy and they're like how dare you say this against America and it's because of the injustice that's happening and it's like people are like why are you right and it's like well because when they took a knee and when they sang songs and when they done different things and made you know quiet protests nobody listened yeah. I can't imagine not having that voice so I hope that this leads to a change in the country I'm never going to understand the place that you're coming from. I am not black. I have no black ancestry in me at all. I am never going to understand that. But I want to say this, and I'm looking straight in the camera for this. To the comic clan, to anyone watching this video, I don't care about your race, your skin color, your gender, your sexual orientation, your religion, whatever. If you come into Comics and the Crosses chat, if you come into watch our videos, watch our live stream, watch our comments, follow us on social media, you are safe here. Comics are something that is for everyone and you are welcome here. If you come in here slinging racial slurs, homophobic slurs, you know, uh, gender inequality, whatever you want to throw like that and it's hateful, then you are not welcome to come in here and sling that around. If someone starts doing that in our chat, you will be insta-banned. I do not care. I do not have the time for that. I do not condone that on this channel. You're gone. Everyone who steps in here is welcome here. Nitro and myself are both Christians. We both believe in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Saviour. And I still stand by the greatest commandment that he taught us was to love. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength and love your neighbour as yourself. And we want to show love to our neighbour. So even if you don't believe in God, even if you've got a different religion from us, even if you're an atheist, even if you're black, white, Asian, Hispanic, even if you're man, woman, transgender, non-binary, even if you're heterosexual, homosexual, pansexual, whatever, you are welcome here and you will not face hate here. This place is open to everyone. 
So I hope you come here. I hope you feel loved. I hope you feel part of this family. This is the comic clan. And if you want to be a part of it, we are here with open arms for you. And if there's anything we can do to help you, if you're facing any issues like this, any inequality, any hateful speak, whatever, reach out to us. Whisper is here on Twitch. Um, messages on YouTube. Messages on our social media. We're here for you. What is going on in the world and what is happening to black people across America is not okay. And I stand with them. Because they deserve the equality that everyone else is crying out for. But today's stream, I don't want to focus on that. Like I said, we are not the voices that are right to be heard in this. Honest truth is there's too many white voices already speaking into this. So there are plenty of people out there speaking on this that are a lot more at the heart of it and a lot more aware of what's going on, you know. Not being black and not also originally being from America, I'm not a person to speak into this situation and what's going on. So we are going to go ahead, we're going to do some housekeeping, we're going to do some art, we're going to talk some comic book stuff. If you've got any questions for us or any conversation topics you want to throw at us, go for it. We'd be happy to talk about them. And if you do want to talk about this more, guys, and have more questions, go ahead and ask. And if we're able to, we'll try and answer. All right. But thank you for listening. Thank you for us taking the first part of the podcast just to mention that. I felt it was really important just to say. All right. Whoa, what is going on with my camera? I went out of focus all of us. There we go. Okay, I don't know what happened there. Apparently I moved and my camera freaked. <laughs> streaming room is haunted. It's, no, your streaming room's haunted. You're the one that's got the stuff that stops working. It's starting to infect mine. Like, all my stuff's perfectly. It's always nitro stuff and it's like he never touches anything and something goes wrong and I don't know why. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'll just look at my mic and it'll just cut off. Yeah, it just stops working randomly and then it'll pick up again and it's like, okay. Um, so of course, bit, bit of housekeeping for today, as always we are sponsored by our amazing partners we are influencers with is um, Gamer Grind Co, number one coffee for gamers, hashtag on that grind. I was going to do the hand signal but you beat me to it but we'll... Ah yeah, I'm talking about. <laughs> you done it so you get to look stupid doing it instead of me so I'm all for that. <laughs> I'm totally okay looking stupid. Alright, I'm throwing it up in chat, that is a link to our sponsor. You want to get some amazing coffee, which I am having right now, get some of the Hedgehog coffee. Still to this day my favourite. Oh. I love it. I, I kid you not, opening that Hedgehog coffee, there's nothing like opening that bag and getting that smell. It's amazing. But the coffee is phenomenal, you want to get some of that and pick up a Comics Cross mug to drink it from, which as you can see I have yet to buy, um, because you know, financial issues in quarantine. <laughs> you can get that yeah we're quarantined it was so weird by the way I literally I went to pick up something today pick up some lunch for us and like I saw a restaurant that was open and all these people were sitting outside and it was still like social distancing like the tables yeah. were separated but they were sitting outside eating meals with their masks off and all that and I'm like oh I don't know if I'm ready for that yet it feels weird now <laughs> awkward for like the next six months like yeah can i get to this person without them freaking out yeah i was like watching them and i'm like that's weird i know we're technically allowed to do certain stuff now but it still feels weird after like three months stuck inside 
Um, but yeah, so go and grab some stuff from there. Go and grab some amazing coffee. Grab our mug and our um, sticker from there. Support the channel through it. If you use that link, use Comics in the Cross to save 5%. You also help put money towards the podcast to keep us up and running, which we are appreciative of, you know. Um, also as well, we do have amazing merchandise available. Nope, don't put sponsor. You already did that, Paul. There we go, that's what I meant to type. Merchandise. You can go to our Teespring store, pick up the amazing Comics in the Cross logo shirt, hoodie, um, yoga pants, and of course we have the first ever inaugural Comics in the Cross um, Superhero Square Goal poster, designed by the amazing Nitro, is also up there for purchase as well. And it is, they've done an amazing job on it, it looks awesome. Um, so go and check that out, guys. Um, so big mention as well for anyone watching we are of course doing our giveaway let me pull it up so you can't see us, you can still hear us hopefully um, so what's up on the screen right now is was the last update I've got on the giveaway from Nitro it's not complete the one that I've got and I'm kind of glad of that because like, I don't want to do the big reveal till it's actually done um, he is doing an amazing art piece of different Batman busts featuring different Batman different costumes he's worn, different Alternative Universe Batman and there's going to be about 30 of them overall the one that I've got up has only got about 20 on it but there's going to be about 30 on it and we are officially doing a giveaway for that on July 5th podcast it closes on June 30th that's when we do the finale and we take note of everyone's names but on July 5th we will officially be um, drawing the winner for that so um, you know once I'm done with it or whatever I'll be sharing We'll be sharing what it looks like. Yeah, we'll That's share once. Idea. Yeah, we'll share once it's complete. Um, but I know a lot of people have already seen like the incomplete one, and they're they're up for this. They're so excited for this opportunity. To be in for a chance to win this, we are doing a prize draw, and it is only if you are subbed to our channel here on Twitch, because this is an amazing original art piece. This has taken a lot of time, a lot of effort. Uh, yes, Ads, I was just about to say that. Ads is asking, if I subscribe now, does that take me over the deadline? Yes, I believe so. If you subscribe from today, and I'll put this on myself as well, because even if it falls short and I've miscalculated that, which I don't think I have, then I'll take it anything from today. Anyone who subs as of today should be able to make it to June 30th, because it lasts 30 days. So it should last you through to the June 30th cutoff. And... Uh, Thank you so much for that sub, as we greatly appreciate that. Appreciate it, man. And thank you for joining us and becoming part of the Stan Clan, part of Comics in the Clan. Yep. I realise I'm putting that up to the camera, my little Stan Lee figure, and I don't have that showing. I still got the artwork showing. Let me try that again with the camera up. Welcome to be part of the Stan Clan, part of the Comic Clan, the upper elite of the Comic Clan. Here we go, I'll put it back on. <laughs> I, I literally put that up to the camera and I'm like, wait a minute, I'm still showing the Batman picture. You did not see. because I saw you on Discord and then I, I didn't see anything on the. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, there we go. It's, it's that sort of day for me, apparently. But yeah, so if you sub as of today, that should last you through the month of June. If you sub at any point during June, then it should last through to June 30th. Whoever is a sub to our channel on June 30th, you automatically go into the draw. Um, so for anyone who has subbed to the channel currently, previously from today, I'll bring the cameras back up now. Um, if you've been subbed to the channel before today, 
then chances are it's going to run out before June 30th. So you're going to have to resub to the channel if you want to be in with a chance. So as of now, for example, right now, ads is the head runner, the only person really in the running because anyone else who's subbed is going to run out before the June 30th. So if you want to be in for an amazing chance to win that, you can sub as ads did with Twitch Prime through Amazon Prime, which costs you nothing. You can sub to the channel, support us, and it costs you nothing. Or if you sub, it costs four ninety nine for a tier one sub, which is valid you're, enough for you're it. Always, you're always uh, welcome to sub more than a month. Just, just throwing that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to suffer longer than a month, by all means, yeah, we're, we're good for that. Um, so we felt like doing it with the subs. I've said this before, and just to reiterate to everyone, instead of just doing a giveaway for anyone who's in the chat or anyone who's part of our comic clan that's following us, doing it for the subs we felt I felt was a good thing, just to kind of show a bit of love and respect to Nitro. Just honestly because Nitro's put a lot of work into this, a lot of effort and time into this that we didn't ask him to do. He did us out the goodness of his own heart and was the one that suggested doing it as a giveaway. Um, and this art piece is between 30 and $40 retail price usually, doing something like this. The amount of time this went in there, the size of it, it would usually cost you like roughly 35 bucks, and we are giving you it for about $30 off. You know, you're not a guarantee to get it, but it's like for four ninety nine. it's a pretty sweet piece of artwork to get, you know. Gotta keep that quiet, only joking. <laughs> eh, hey, well, it depends on you never know. You might still be in the forerunner for it. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like, so it's an amazing art piece. Thank you so much to Nitro for doing that and um, for putting that together for us. And that'll be complete. We'll do it before the end of June 30th. We'll have that complete and able to show you um, so that you know exactly what you're getting when we do the draw. Um, you know, I highly doubt, like, we've got 20 Batmen on there, I highly doubt one of the Batmen you do within the next 10 is going to put people off it, but we'll make sure to show you exactly what you're getting. Well, and also, like, the, the Batmans that I have done, like, just because they're on the poster already doesn't mean they're, they're complete, so I'll be, I'll be probably editing some of those things. Like, even though we have a good idea what it's going to look like, it, it could substantially change. Yeah, well, that's it. It's still a work in progress. That's just the most yeah. up-to-date picture we've kind of released to everybody, so because I want to give you guys an idea of exactly what you're going to get alright well I think that's most of our housekeeping so I am actually going to change the camera around hopefully this looks okay there we go nice big picture of Nitro because he is going to share his art side um, and I'm, I'm just over here at the sidebar now um, and he's going to be doing some art while we talk about some comic news do some chat, talk about some questions and yes it's a fairly chill podcast today which I think is a pretty good thing because we've done some pretty... I've been a nervous wreck for some of them. We've had so many guests and so many big topics and so many different things going on. It's like it's kind of nice to just do a nice chill podcast <laughs> and take a little break, you know. Awesome. Alright, so this... I've never done one of these, so I'm just going to throw it out there. This could go really bad or it could be awesome. Shh, you don't tell them that up front. <laughs> Is my screen flickering for you? Or are you good? Yeah, it looks good. Just a white screen. Okay. Just a white page right. with a back, black background. Alright, so all right, so I did um I did a rough sketch of my man, Peter Parker, Spider Man. So that's what that's that's who we're gonna be drawing today. We're gonna be drawing Spider Man. I'm just gonna hand this in.
And just super transparent, I'm not going to finish this on this uh, on this podcast. Oh yeah, absolutely not. We so. this this is we're going to run for about our usual time for about an hour and a half, two hours. Um, Nigel's going to get as much done in that time as he can, but by no means is this going to be complete by then. Um, if you guys want to see him keep going with it and continue it, like on the next podcast and stuff, by all means, let us know. Because we can definitely do that, but chances are we'll, he'll complete it off screen and we'll show you the finished result um, once it's done. sketch over the sketch so obviously I wanted to put him in a dynamic position because he's spider-man right so uh, it's gonna be just a real rough sketch just but you want to have some indication obviously of this just kill it physique So yeah, while you're doing that, we do have a few topics we'll go, so I'll let you kind of like guide it if you want to talk and tell people what you're doing bit by bit, and we'll jump into a few kind of pieces of topics that have came up. Because we've had a few, a few topics that have came up this this week. Okay, so first let's start with a couple of things that we talked about a little bit last week. I mentioned them right before we talked about release of Snyder Cut, which obviously kind of took precedence over everything. Uh, the first major one was the CW Batman show's lead Ruby Rose has officially left Batwoman. Um, how do you feel about this, Nitro? Do you care? Do you want my honest opinion? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, do you care? Nitro is not a fan of the CW um, DC uh, shows. I just can't get into them. Um, although, I, again, granted, and I was talking about this in Discord. I forgot who on our Discord chat. I forgot who it was who was talking about it. But it might have been one of the Infinity Bros. But I was like, I haven't seen a lot of the shows. Like, I haven't seen the um, Crisis, the Crisis one. I haven't seen the Titan one. I haven't seen a lot of them, to be honest. Yeah. Crisis was a letdown, in all honesty. It was, really? it was literally a, it was literally a. Hey, look at all these different shows and different DC things we've done, and like literally the cameos were that. Like they were on screen for a minute. I think the longest cameo was, um, Kevin Conroy and, what's his face, Tom Welling, were like the longest ones. Because they were actually part of the story for a minute. But it's like yeah. It was not good, and I'll be honest, I kind of enjoyed the Batwoman show. A lot of them I kind of fell out with. Like, I enjoyed Arrow, but, like, Flash, I'm honestly bored with. Supergirl, Supergirl, like, I, I hate her character now. Like, first couple of seasons, it was great, and, like, I literally hate the character now. Yeah, I never I never watched Supergirl, so I can't really speak to that. But, um, I enjoyed Flash, at least the first couple seasons. Um, but then it just started, like... I think it was Isaac on Infinity Bros who was mm. saying it last week. Like, I don't feel like that's a really good show. Just that there's like no end. It just keeps going. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That needs to have like an episode, not a more of an episode. You know what I'm trying to say? 
It needs to have an ending, basically. <laughs> yeah. It's like they're constantly going. Ads are saying in chat as well, like he feels that the Stargirl show that's coming out is going to be a letdown as well. I'll be honest, I keep forgetting that that's a thing. That CW is making a Stargirl show, and I'm like, I, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I I am not excited in the least for it. I could care less. About them making a Stargirl show. I honestly did enjoy Batwoman, though. I honestly thought it was an interesting one. I thought the love interest was a bit of a pain in the neck, though. Because, like, they had the whole thing of, like, she was with this woman in the army and she got kicked out and stuff for being a lesbian and all that. And, like, I know she's just found that love interest again and she's now married to a guy, and but they still have feelings for each other. And I'm like, I literally kept thinking, like, you're getting treated like crap. Why are you still going back to this woman? Like, really? Like, really? Why are you? Um, But since last week, since we found out that she was leaving it, apparently one of the big people that's being pushed for the role is actually WWE superstar Sonya Deville. Um, she's a current wrestler on WWE SmackDown, I believe, and um, she's being pushed to take over as Batwoman. Apparently her agent or manager has been looking to get her a lot more acting roles. Um, and she is another um, lesbian um, who's actress, which I think is a big thing for them, is to have an actual member of the LGBT plus um community actually play the role that woman was she gay in the comics or? yeah she's yeah oh, she, she's gay in the comics so that was I think that was something they felt like when they cast Ruby Rose and now casting Sonya Deville they wanted to make sure it was an actual like you know there was a lesbian playing the role yeah which I'm like yeah I can understand that having that representation I don't always agree with that because I'm like that's kind of the point of being an actor like whoever's best for the role you act is what you're not but I can understand them wanting that representation at the same time yeah that makes sense um, so like she apparently is the big forerunner at the moment at least the rumour has it anyway I don't know how I feel about that because I don't know what her acting skills like like I've seen her do stuff for like WWE but that doesn't mean you're necessarily good on a camera or bad on a camera you know, a lot of wrestlers for WWE have eventually gone to acting. You know, some like The Rock have done it very successfully. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. Yeah. Um. Okay, so the next one I kind of mentioned last week as well was Sony announced a jackpot movie. If you have no idea in the chat who Jackpot is, do not feel bad. Jackpot is is a very low down the list. Sometimes enemy, sometimes friend of Spider-Man. Um, this so this I'm trying to produce another female-led superhero movie. Um. There's also rumours of them looking to produce a Madam Web movie and stuff like that, all trying to expand their Sony-verse. Um, and Jackpot debuted not too long ago, actually, in the comics. She debuted in the brand new Day story arc, which obviously followed One More Day, the most hated Spider-Man story of all time. Which, which one was that? Uh, one More Day is the one where he made the deal with the devil to like get rid of his marriage to Mary Jane. Oh, that's fun. Which is like the most hated arc, because... Marvel writers couldn't write a married Spider-Man. We want him to be young and single again because that's easier to write. It's like, or you could grow up here and just write a married Spider-Man. 
seeking Euro. Mm-hmm. And we had that we got on the topic of like um, just having characters actually progress, like linearly, like age-wise <laughs> and relationship-wise, is super important. Yeah. I mean, personally, I don't see an issue with having like a an older married Spider-Man, especially for Peter Parker, because he's been around forever. You want to do a young single Spider-Man, then freaking right Miles Morales, then he's around, going right him, he's a young single Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm always like, because people go like that, although I don't want a married like superhero, you can't have them married and you can't have them with kids, I'm like, how? Why? That's like, that's like a natural thing that most people in life go towards, is trying to get married and have kids. And then, you know, um, then the Superman arc that came out with him being married and him having a son was one of the best Superman arcs of recent years. And it's like, there you go then, you've just been totally disproven. But, yeah. Um, so, and apparently as well for the Jackpot movie, um, with no ideas, no details on it yet, um, but apparently it being Arrow executive producer Mark Guggenheim, who previously wrote the character in the comic books, will pen the script. So, there you go, a nice connection to the CW talk from before. See, that was another show, and I know a lot of people like it, so I don't want to crap on it or anything, but I just was not a fan of Arrow. I just... I, I feel the same way with Arrow as I felt for Captain Marvel. I don't feel like that dude was right for Green Arrow. I don't know. See, as I think, I'm completely opposite of that. I feel like it had a couple of crap seasons, but overall, I actually was a fan of Arrow. I actually enjoyed that show. But you know, but that's the thing. To each to their own taste for that stuff, you know. Yeah, and granted, I never saw some of the later seasons, so I can't really speak too much. To it. Yeah, and ads in the comments saying all I want is a Green Lantern that follows the animated series that features them um, all the Lantern cores. Uh, hopefully we'll be getting that. Apparently on HBO Max they're meant to be developing like a Green Lantern show. It might even be an animated one. So hopefully we'll eventually get that. I mean, literally just adapt all of Jeff John's Green Lantern run. Like it lasted for years and it was phenomenal. So just go ahead and adapt that, you know. In the shadow of all this release of Snyder Cut stuff, mm. I've been hearing some chatter from Mr. David Ayer. Oh and yeah. They are talking about a Suicide Squad cut or David Ayer cut of the Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, that's that's on my list of stuff as well. Like they've been talking like oh, No, you're good, man. You're jumping onto something good here. It's like um so recent report says that Warner Brothers is actively discussing Suicide Squad's air cut for HBO Max. Because um, he started talking about it on Twitter saying the Suicide Squad cut that was released wasn't the one that he had done. And it was meant to set up the two-part Justice League. So apparently Warner Brothers, with the success of the release of Snyder Cut stuff, are starting to look at his cut of Suicide Squad possibly coming to HBO Max. And the hashtag release the air cut is like all over the place now. I'm like, oh dear goodness. I can understand Justice League. It's like it was it's some of the biggest stars in Warner Brothers. Can we just let Suicide Squad die? I don't need more of that Joker. I really don't. Honestly, I don't know how you could redeem it. Because oh, I was watching uh, Suicide Squad yesterday, mm. and it's just, it's so bad. He's just, uh, and he's an awesome actor. I love Jared Leto, but he is awful as the Joker. At least this Joker. Yeah, that was, that was not something that should have been done. 
with it was yeah. his joker like that was like I literally don't know that's the thing like, Zack Snyder's been talking for ages about his Justice League and what it's going to look like but like how the heck do you redeem that Suicide Squad movie like how much of it is that different from what David Ayer done like I know they cut out a bunch of like the Joker stuff but it's like really did it really cut out that much more good stuff like I don't need to see more of his Joker I just I don't he was awful and I'm like I'm not that this should show them though is like they just need to let people like um make the movie that they're gonna make yeah like stop trying to get involved stop trying to do all this stuff stop trying to interfere yeah yeah cause that's it cause that's been the big thing is like apparently Warner Brothers like was the big thing of like getting involved in these movies and trying to do all this stuff and you know, it's like people were saying that, like, that's what made the movies awful, and I'm like, unfortunately there's a whole host of crap that made it, these movies awful, though. I agree, it's not necessarily just the, the meddling, or whatever you want to call it. Um, sometimes they're just bad movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it, it was a bad movie. It was, it was really badly done, like, I'm not a fan of it, like... Well, I can't say I'm not a fan, like, in the sense of, like, I, I didn't enjoy Batman v Superman and Justice League. Like, I sat and watched Suicide Squad, and I literally, my feeling for it was like, eh, it was alright. Yeah. It wasn't amazing, but, like, they've done worse. Like, some of the characters were okay, I'm like, I just, I felt it could have been a lot better, but it wasn't, like, I've seen worse movies, you know? Like, you know, there, there was no point in the Joker being in it, and, like, I don't think adding more Joker scenes is going to change that. Like, I don't think he's got a place in it, personally, but... Yeah, they could have done that without the Joker and been 100% okay. Yeah, it's, like, it's... Release the air cut, and I'm, like, I... That was my thing, like, once they done like, released the Snyder cut, and it got announced that it was happening, and then they went, oh, release the air cut, and I'm like, is this just what's going to happen now? Every single time a movie's made that the studio tries to interfere with and do what they think's best for them, people are just going to come out, oh, no, let them release the actual cut of it, and, like, is this going to be a reoccurring thing now? Cause yeah, that's what people are saying. Like, alright, so we're going to start going to every movie that just doesn't perform well? You know, and, like, I just, I don't see the... I don't see how that's a benefit to anyone, personally. I don't see it being a benefit. I don't see it being something that's worthwhile doing. But, you know, apparently that's this the way we're going now with it. And I, I get people that are fans of the DCEU wanting its stuff to be redeemed. Because, yeah, like... If I was in that position, and it was Marvel, I would be like, yeah, I, wanna, I want the actual cut, the director you know, had in mind when he was doing it. But yeah, I, but... I can understand it. Explain this to me, though. The one thing that really... Something that really kind of gets me with this is... All the people that are crying out for release of Snyder Cut were also the same people that were saying they liked Justice League. If you liked it, why do you care if the other cut comes out or not? Yeah. So I'm going to be honest, like, I'll probably watch the Justice League Snyder Cut version. I'll watch it because I'm like I'm intrigued to see how different it is from what we got. But I'm not like I'm not feeling like I'm going to like it though. Yeah. 
Because like I watched Batman v Superman, that was all Snyder. Yeah. I can't stand that movie. Like I don't, th- I don't think Zack Snyder having control of it all is going to make it like this. Oh my goodness, it's the best movie. Like you're not going to compete with the Avengers. I don't care if it's Snyder's cut or the cut we got. I'm sorry, I just I don't think it's on par with that. I don't think. Even like the stuff they talked about, like oh we're, go- we're going to have dark side in this movie, and I'm like. Because you didn't try to cram enough stuff into this movie without actually having Darkseid appear. One thing, uh, after rewatching it, um, I realized that they had a, at, at the first they had a different design for Steppenwolf. And then I remembered, I, I don't remember, know if you remember the end credits. I'm, I'm pointing at the camera like you can see. Uh, the end credits <laughs> scene for Bat, um, uh, Batman vs. Superman. Remember when Lex, oh no, what was it that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I showed that monster with all three of the mother boxes in the water. Remember that? Vaguely. Yeah, yeah. So that was actually supposed to be the design for Steppenwolf in Justice League. I don't know why I forgot it, but he just looks like a really bad CGI villain um, slash monster with a horned helmet. As, as opposed to the very bad CGI villain we actually got in Justice League. <laughs> Yeah, so the, the original design, apparently, that's what they're going to do in the Snyder Cut. And I'm like, well, we probably shouldn't have changed in the first place, since that's what you hinted at. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we hinted at that, so now it just looks like we didn't do that thing. Yeah, it's yeah. just so weird. Like, why would you change that? That makes no sense. I Unless know. the people who were animating were like, I can't animate that, there's no way. I know, that's crazy. Um, speaking of DCU stuff, though, we had some exciting news this week. That was in quite. Then it was in quite quickly backtracked, of um, Henry Cavill was apparently agreeing that he's going to be in more Superman movies. The reports came out that he was going to be in more Superman movies. He was going to be. They weren't getting a Man of Steel two or anything, but it was going to be like, um, like Hulk is in the Marvel movies. Yeah. Like he's going to appear and stuff and be like a side character in it and got people excited. Like the picture I shared was one that I saw someone sharing of him showing up in like Shazam and all this stuff and fighting Black Adam and. I don't get excited about news. Uh oh. Here we go. We've got ads saying, What would you rather watch? The first Hulk movie or Batman v Superman? Now, do you mean, like, the first Hulk movie, like Hulk by Ang Lee, or do you mean, like, The Incredible Hulk? Since you're saying first Hulk movie, I'm guessing you mean, like, The Ang Lee Hulk? (sighs) I don't know. I'd probably rather watch Batman v Superman, to be honest, just off the top of my head. I know some people think... And I understand why they think it's bad. Um, Batman vs Superman, and, and it is pretty bad actually. Um, there's still some really cool parts in it. Yeah, like, well, again, I know, I know we talk we, we talk about this ad nauseum, but I think the, the warehouse fight. Um, it's just like, that warehouse fight is like if there's enough reason to watch the movie, it's that warehouse fight scene with Batman. But like, no, that first Hulk movie was horrific. Yeah, it was. It I, I can barely even remember it, I'll be completely honest. It's been that long since I've watched it, but I'm like, I don't know who decided Ang Lee was the person to direct Hulk, who does all these amazing artsy sort of things, and I'm like, is that really someone you want for a Hulk movie? Alright, so who did... Did he do... Uh, did he do Brokeback Mountain after or before that? I think it was before that. No. Who's the guy who did Brokeback Mountain? Yeah, let's, let's, let's have him do uh, the Hulk. Yeah. 
sense. Yeah, I just saying the one with Eric Bana, that was Hulk. That was and Eric Bana, I don't know if I don't know how I feel about him as a choice for playing Bruce Banner, like he was okay. But like I this this the story was like really weird as well though, because was the story for Hulk not like the whole thing of like it was like halfway through it, like we found out this weird guy that's been following him around is actually his dad and all this stuff, and his dad was actually responsible for him like getting into the gap, you know, being irradiated by gamma and radiation and stuff, and was it not something like that? I could be completely wrong, but like I remember he was like linked to it somehow, and I'm like, this is just so weird. I'm like, I just don't get it. Then he turned into Absorbing Man. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. What, a, a version of Absorbing Man? Yeah, I'm like, I, uh, I don't get what they were doing with it. It was just weird. I have no clue. But yeah, I'd probably watch Batman v Superman over that, because at least it has some good qualities. Yeah. The dogs are bad CG, yeah. Yeah, they were. <laughs> the Hulk, just the Hulk's face. Yeah, the whole Hulk himself was like really bad CGI in it as well. The main point of your movie, it's bad. Yeah, if you can't get the CGI in the Hulk right, then don't do it. Like, that's, that's the focus of your freaking movie. That's the name of your movie. If you can't get him right, don't do it. <laughs> um, But yeah, to go back to the Henry Cavill thing, like, so yeah, the reports came out like crazy that Cavill was coming back and it was so excited. And like, everyone was jumping on it. I was like, I jumped on it and posted it because I'm excited. I want to see, I like, I think Henry Cavill's a great Superman. I think he's in some badly written movies, but I think overall he's an amazing Superman. And then all the reports started coming out of like that. It's like, oh, it's not official. They just want they want to start talking to him about coming back and stuff. It's not actually official. He's coming back. They just keep shooting themselves. In the and it's like, <sighs> what's up telling us that he's coming back? Then if he's not coming back, yeah. like, seriously. Like, but again, like, how do they mess this up? <laughs> They've been asking. People have been asking for a, a follow up to Man of Steel for years. Yeah, pretty much since Man of Steel. And Cavill has been like, dude, I'm game. Let's do it. And they're like, nah, we're going to hold off. Why? <laughs> like, like they've been in issues and talking with him about stuff. And it's like, I mean, even like the whole fact that he was meant to appear at the end of Shazam and he didn't. Like because of whatever disputes were going on between them and that. And I'm like, and apparently it was them, it was Warner Brothers that was the issue because Cavill apparently wanted to do it. He wanted to appear in Shazam. I mean, it's like, they clearly must have had an idea for him to appear in it, because we get somebody walking in the Superman costume. I'm like, I'd love to have seen Henry Cavill Superman sit down with Shazam and, and the other kid at the end of it. Yeah, that would have been fantastic. That would have been perfect. That would have been awesome, and I'm like, I'd love to see Superman and Shazam together, because they are the equivalents of each other, you know? It's like, they were both these big powerful stars and then you've got the fact that one of them's a kid and is basically a, a fanboy to a certain degree it's like that's what I want I want that um, was it that animated movie the Shazam and Superman yeah. one exactly where they fight where they fight Black Adam I'm like just make that movie like I'm all for that that would be amazing See Henry Cavill's Superman and Zachary Levy's, um, or Zachary Levi, I never know how to say his name, um, Shazam. Is it Levi? I think so. Zachary Levi's Shazam teaming up against The Rock's Black Adam. I'm all for that. I think that'd be an amazing movie. I think the three of them playing off each other would be awesome. Agreed, 100%. I'm excited to see The Rock as Black Adam. 
I don't know a lot about Black Adam, <sighs> but from what I've seen of him and what I've read of him, I, I, I like the Rock as a choice. I think he's a good choice. I'm just kind of fed up at this point, like because like they announced him like way back, like after Man of Steel, sort of way back, running about Batman v Superman when they started announcing everything. Even before they announced everything, The Rock was saying that he was going to be, you know, like Black Adam. He had a choice to be Shazam or Black Adam, and he was going to be Black Adam. And then, like, nothing happened forever, and then we got a Shazam movie, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not going to appear in that. I'm going to appear in my own movie. And it's like, okay, we... Black Adam's not well enough known to do an anti-hero movie for him yet. Can we just have him as Shazam's bad guy before we try to make him a good guy? Yeah, for real. That's what I'm saying. Like... I just don't understand how they keep shooting themselves in the foot. But, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how that goes, and hopefully we all get Henry Cavill back in it, but... Alright, so here's an interesting one for you. Literally saw the headline of this, and almost, like, laughed out loud to myself to it. The New Mutants director still hopes to complete his trilogy. Like, if anyone doesn't remember, like, when New Mutants was announced, when New Mutants came out, um, it was basically the guy was going to be doing a trilogy in the more of the horror vein for the New Mutants, which at the time sounded very cool. But this was back before we had Disney buying Fox. And before New Mutants had been pushed back, like, I don't even remember what the original release date was for New Mutants, you know? It was like 20, it was like 20 years ago or something like that. Let me see. Alright, I can't draw feet. I'll be straight up, so I'm going to get a reference for you. <laughs> uh, I'm actually looking this up there now. Okay, so here you go. Do you, do you want to know what the original release date was for New Mutants? What? April 13th. 2018. We are literally over two years after when the original release date was meant to be. And it's now scheduled for August 28th, 2020. Almost, almost two and a half years. Because it was originally April 13th. And it was delayed to February 22nd, 2019 to avoid Deadpool 2. And then to August 2nd, 2019 to avoid Dark Phoenix. It kept getting pushed back so it didn't like clash with other movies. But like, it's, it's just insane. It's, it's been pushed back to the point of like, why are we still pushing for a cinematic release of this? Like literally, I th the only reason it's still even happening, I think, is because the movie's pretty much finished, and Disney went, hey, "Why the hell we'll just release it?" Yeah. You know, like literally every like X Men movie that was kind of being talked about was put on hold and stopped dead because Disney bought Fox and went, quite rightfully so. What's the point? I did for a little while, like, one of the last times, like, I was starting to get, like, even the start of this year, I was starting to get kind of excited for it, like, I was looking at stuff for it, I'm like, it honestly looks like it could be a good movie, and I started, like, literally hyping myself up, like, this could be good, actually, if done properly, like, I'd love to see this done well, the ideas on it are interesting, it's a different type of superhero movie, 
and then it was like okay it's been pushed back again and it's like at this point it's like someone like there's like a higher power doesn't want this movie to come out at this point like it's been pushed back so much just drop it to a streaming service already and just like let's be done with it you know what i mean it's like let's just let's just say it's over and just move on for this movie and i don't know who he's kidding that he thinks he's going to get another two movies to finish a trilogy for it I mean, literally the only reason he's getting to do it at all is because you know the movie was done what's the director's name again oh i can't even remember is it simon it's not simon kenberg is it i don't think so the dude who did, uh, Josh Boone. Josh Boone, that's right. Yeah, Josh Boone is the director of it. Um, Not the D-Ray we're talking about, but the guy who did Dark Phoenix, the new one. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, he was like, yeah, Marvel calls me out on there, I'll help out with the, with the new one. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like you're you're. You're probably like, a fantastic director, but did not don't touch that one. It's like they're probably like, yeah, sure, we'll keep your, we'll give you a call if you're needed, one hundred percent. And it's like you're never getting a phone call at any point. Immediately just, throw his number away. Throw his number away. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. That sounds really mean. I didn't mean that to be No, but I'm like, but for Dark Phoenix, it's like it was, it's horrible. It's a horrible movie, like most of the X-Men movies. Yeah. Yeah, let's check in on your art then. Looking good, man. The really weird perspectives going on here, so I'm gonna make sure. Yeah, it's looking good. Over, so you gotta make sure you're not, uh, for lack of better words, you gotta protect his, uh, his goods down there, I guess. Yeah, let's 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 not release any R-rated Spider-Man artwork, you know. <laughs> oh, so speaking of so speaking of this piece, uh, once it's complete, uh, we'll be using it as a giveaway. I don't know if we talked about the specifics on that. Uh, no, I don't think we really we've not really talked any specifics because I think we were kind of waiting until after the current giveaway. Yeah. Because there's no point talking about like giveaway specifics for an art piece that you hadn't finished yet. You know, especially when it's in the gym before we give away the last one. But yeah, probably sometime, probably in, before the end of summer, I imagine we'll probably do another giveaway for this one. Give people a chance for it and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's looking good so far. Like, even just the outlining the figure, like, you can tell it's meant to be Spider Man. Yeah, looking good, man. Looking good. Um, so let me see what else we got. Oh, so you, here's one for you because you're a you're a fairly big Kingdom Hearts fan. So did you hear the news that apparently we're meant to be getting a Kingdom Hearts series coming to um, Disney Plus? I did, and at first I thought it was going to be like a live action, but apparently it's going to be like CGI, which I'm I'm okay with. Uh, I was more excited about a live action version, but I definitely am still excited. Yeah, I, I mean, like, a, a CGI makes sense for them. Um, yeah, it does. It does. The interesting thing is, though, is like, they've got the people that have done the game 
like they've done the games to do it on the Unreal Engine and basically create it in that way, the same way that they do the game. It just makes you kind of think, why are you doing a series in? Why don't you just do another game? <laughs> You're literally using everything that you would to build the game to like build it. Yeah, that's the thing is like most of the lore and most of the stuff around about it is out with the main like franchise series because there's been so many freaking like spin-off games and side quest games and whatever you want to call them that aren't like one, two or three. Um, so I think the interesting thing for that is going to be like where do we go? Like, Are we going to literally start the series like back from scratch? Like, are they going to start at, like, where number one started and just retell the story of Kingdom Hearts, but have it... Because it's, like, basically... Because it kind of feels like then you're just doing a remastered, like, Kingdom Hearts 1. But it's not... But it's not remastered to play, it's just remastered to watch. Because if it's the same, like, game developers and the same engine that's making it, then... So it's, like, it's, it's interesting. It's... I think that's the thing, like reading some of the comments like on the posts and stuff, it was interesting because we've trying the right way it says. Um a lot of people seem to have a really negative reaction, like following the third one. Saying like a lot of the dialogue was bad and a lot of it was like done badly and I I don't know personally, I seen bits of gameplay for the third one. I never played the third Kingdom Hearts when it came out. So, like, I don't know myself, but I know there's also, like, hardcore people that are, like, hardcore into the the lore of this. Like, all the lore. Yeah. And there's a lot of it. Like, I'd, I'd remember, like, trying to watch... To get prepared for Kingdom Hearts 3, like, my wife's a big fan of it as well. And trying to get, like, excited for it and stuff. And, like, okay, let me get caught up in this. I tried to watch, like, just the video cutscenes and someone going through, like, the history of it. And to, like, get caught up to where we are in the third one. And I got so lost. Like, you need, like, a degree just to get through it. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. I think it could do well for them. I mean, I think it's a smart idea to do something Kingdom Hearts because there is a, a big fan base for it. I don't know, I just think they're doing the CGI thing. I don't know if it's... I'm like, well, you usually do the games, so I'm like, what's the difference? Yeah. You know? But, um... I know. And Todd McFarlane, Spider Man eyes, just like why I know they're gigantic, but it was my favorite. I am not surprised. Um so speaking of games as well, apparently another announcement came out regarding the upcoming Avengers game. Okay. That one of the main characters in it is going to be a new inhuman called Cerise. C E R I S E. Um, who's going to be a wheelchair using Inhuman and that was actually because the voice actress and motion capture actress um, is actually a wheelchair user so when they done the motion capture for her they literally put the motion capture dots on her and her wheelchair and just captured it That's awesome. so 
I just I think it's so funny, like the, the the whole Avengers game. Like you can tell how long this has been in production. The fact that the Inhumans are a major part of it. Yeah. This went into production around about the time that they tried to like bury the X Men and make the Inhumans replace them. I'm still intrigued for the Avengers game, though. I think it's definitely something I'm going to be playing on the channel when it drops. You know, definitely something we'll be looking at because it's a big um, new superhero game that's dropping for it. I just, I hope it plays. You know, I hope it plays well. Just for the success of stuff like the Batman Arkham games and the success of the Spider-Man game, I hope we get something that's that lives up to that sort of level. Especially with how long it's been in production, and I hope it's something that lasts a long time. You know, it's been a long time to get there. It's going to like do well. I just hope it's not something that just bombs. You know, because it's like it's they're obviously trying to like tie it into like the success of the Avengers movies and stuff like that. But it's it's clearly based on the comics more. So. Yeah, pretty much is pretty much the main six for like the original Avengers because of course it is. And let me see what other news topics came out. Oh yeah, so there's an announcement I got soon on Newsarama. Four more current Marvel titles are switched to digital only. So apparently a bunch of like Marvel titles have switched over to digital only to finish them out after the whole quarantine thing. I believe it's them, like, ending the series. But they're going completely to digital only just because of the everything that's been going on. Um, and those titles are Avengers of the Wasteland, Revenge of the Cosmic Ghost Rider, 2020 Force Works, Screen Curse of Carnage, Valkyrie Jane Foster, Ant-Man, 2020 Ironheart, Ghost Spider, Hawkeye Freefall, Marvel Spider-Man The Black Cat Strikes, Ravencroft and Star. No surprise that a lot of these are are like lesser titles or not as big names and obviously not as well selling titles you know it's not like we're seeing Spider-Man or seeing Avengers or seeing Iron Man or anything go to digital only it's all lesser comics but it's interesting that I think these are obviously titles that they were looking to drop I believe and it's just interesting that they decided just to not release them in print Like, apparently they'll be collected with the other issues. Like, in a overall collection. Like, when they release the trade paperbacks. But, like, the single issues aren't going to be released um, physically and just digitally. Um, and adds in the comments is saying, I hope they fix the Inhumans. You think they're going to revisit them? <sighs> MCU? No, no. Yeah. No, not even a little bit. The first massive bomb for the MCU is that Inhuman show, and I don't blame it. It was crap. Yeah. It was so awful. And in the comics, is <clears throat> in the comics they literally don't know what to do with them because they spent so long trying to turn them into the new X Men. And it's like, you know what? As I heard a guy, Professor Thorke, explain it, like the Inhumans are basically meant to be like Game of Thrones in space. 
so why are you trying to make them into the X-Men? Like, let's actually focus on, you know, what they are, but, nah. Okay, um, also, big announcement that I'm excited for was we finally got a release date this week for the Umbrella Academy Season 2, coming to Netflix. And that's going to be dropping on July 31st. I am so hyped for Season 2 of Umbrella Academy. I was a massive fan of Season 1, and I'm excited to see where they go with Season 2. Oh yeah, I, I'm hyped for that. I really enjoyed the first season of it. I love the Umbrella Academy comics. I love the first season of the show. Um, so I'm I'm hyped to see where they go with season two of this. Especially where they left off season one. It was a awesome kind of cliffhanger section to it. Yeah. I never, I didn't finish watching uh, the first one. Or the first season. I gotta, I gotta catch up on that. Yeah, so it's like, I, I'm all hyped for this. It released the new posters and stuff like that for it with the release date of July 31st. So I'm definitely hyped for that. So what two months, we finally get the next part of it. Because it's been, what, just over a year since we got it. It was like February last year that the first season dropped. Yeah. Holy cow. I did not know it was that long ago. Yeah, so it's been like nearly a year and a half it'll have been by the time this drops. So again, I'm all for it. I loved the first season. I thought it was done really well. Um, loved a lot of the characters, loved a lot of the story. So I'm, I'm intrigued to see where they go with this because they're venturing off differently from where the comics go. So like, I'm excited to see what they do with that. <clears throat> um, unfortunately, we've, got, we've not got any other kind of real story on it at the moment it looks like it looks like that's kind of the major thing is just the release date and um, following season one we do know that there's a big part of time travel with them like going back into the past but that's about it we don't really know much else beyond that um, at least not that I'm aware not that I've seen yeah it was a pretty cool it was a pretty cool show from what I saw yeah it really was like I really like it like it's I like a lot of like the indie comics that are like another take on the on the superhero genre. They do like a very different take on it, a very different look at it, you know. So like I'm I'm definitely intrigued by that. So that's why I love stuff like that and stuff like Invincible and different things. It's like a different look at the comics always at the superhero genre and the comics always awesome for me. <coughs> um the last major news that I kind of seen was a few days ago following on from like the stuff we talked about at the start was George Floyd and um, was apparently like the voice actor that played Miles Morales in, um, Into the Spider-Verse was basically getting into a bit of hot water based upon some comments and tweets that he put out on Twitter and um, Uh, and it's like I the stuff he put out I'm like it just it became very controversial and just he put out comments like um, look all I'm saying is in the moment when we're experiencing racism can we the black community find ways to avoid being killed or hunted and it's like Okay, that's 
Not the smartest tweet to put out right now. You know. Um, and then tweets like, we have to work in our community before blaming everything on racist and police. One, there is still black on black violence that needs to be addressed. And two, if we know that the wrong white person could change your whole life with a false accusation, why do we give them the energy they want? Give them an inch and they will take a mile. We literally know this already. At what point do we look at ourselves and make adjustments? So yeah, obviously those comments didn't go down well on Twitter. You know, following a, a major death of George Floyd. And it's like, a lot of people were calling for the recasting of Miles Morales for the next Into the Spider-Verse movie. Because that's what we do when we get on Twitter and we get mad, is that we start calling for different people to get fired or for companies to close. Yeah, that's crazy, but like I the comments were just like I kind of get what you're trying to say, but like this is probably not the time to mention it. It's it's probably the wrong point to mention it with how volatile the situation is. Yeah, i I'm not much of a news person, but I obviously have been keeping a close eye on the news for the past several days. It's just crazy man. Oh yeah, it's it's nuts. Um, oh yeah, thanks for reminding me, Ads. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of the end of our news and topics to talk about that I had. Um, Ads did message me this week though and gave us a little bit of a... He says, and for the comedy next week is what I messaged you about Elongated Man. So he gave me a little bit of a fact thing on DC's Elongated Man. Do you know how he came about? Elongated Man is basically a character similar to like Mr. Fantastic that can stretch and okay. pull out. Um, basically, the DC saw the success of Plastic Man, another man who can like stretch and all that sort of stuff. Who can stretch and bend and twist. Um, he's also a bit of a jackass as well, but like mostly like they saw how successful he was being, and um, so they got someone to create Elongated Man, um, a character that could do the same thing. Yeah. Only for them to realize after they created Elongated Man that they actually owned Plastic Man. <laughs> and I like, so they, that's how they ended up with like two stretchy characters, is because they didn't realize they owned Plastic Man and created Elongated Man. It's like withdrawing $500 and misplacing it. You're like, well... I'm going to go withdraw $500 again when you find it in your pocket. I know. $5,000. No, it was yours all along. But um, the interesting thing as well is, like, they created that elongated man character, and then, like, I think they realized, like, that they had plastic man because they never really used him in any massive sense after that. Like, I think the only major story they ever appeared in was, like, an identity crisis. Like, the big crisis crossover event. Because that's when his wife gets killed. Like, Sue Dibney gets murdered in it, like, his wife. So it's, like, that's, like, the major story that he's known for as well. It's, like, it's kind of sad. Punisher Hulk? Man, that dude is legit. Punisher Hulk? 
it's like Punisher goes to I don't know I don't know the background, but it's basically a Hulk with six arms, and he's power, more powerful than the Hulk from Earth. Space Punisher Hulk is an alternative universe version of the Hulk, created in a similar gamma radiation accident with Bruce Banner. Unlike the normal Hulk, he is distinct be- a distinct being from Bruce Banner. His four arms and Banner's body is trapped inside of him, and Banner's death has no impact on him. Let's see if we can get a good... Alright, I'm gonna come in over your art a little bit. So there you go, that's that's Punisher Hulk apparently. Woo. Okay, the screen's doing its own thing. So yeah, that's there's Punisher Hulk. Throw some stuff up on screen. There you go, that's an interesting one. I've never heard of Punisher Hall. That's a completely new one to me. Yeah, I looked him up and was like, holy word. That's weird. But yeah, it's like, that's the thing. There's so many characters out there. There's so many different things out there. And it's like, it's... It's a vast world out there, all these different characters. You don't even realise half the ones that have been made, you know? But yeah, so that's pretty much all the news topics I got. I didn't think we had to get through them quite that quickly. So yeah, so if anyone in chat has got any questions or anything they want to ask, then by all means, throw them in there. Definitely ask some questions and talk. Otherwise, it's pretty much going to be me and Nitro just rambling while he keeps drawing. Not that that's not what we've been doing at this point, but at least we... <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess I can take the time as well to talk about um, upcoming this month. We have another special guest coming onto the show. Let me make sure I get the date right for this. Uh, on June 21st, we have a special guest coming on the show. Um, just give it a few weeks to kind of prepare for it. It's his name is Joshua Leonard, um, and he is a creator and artist behind a team called Team Supreme, a team that he's turning into a cartoon show. And basically, the main team is made up of kids, um, and but they're all kids with some sort of disability. Like one has autism, one's in a wheelchair, one's blind, one's deaf. The uh, the main adult that kind of runs the team, he's got like a depression issues. And um, so it's literally stuff with different, you know, physical and mental health disorders that are also superheroes, which I think is really cool. And so, cool. um, so I'm really excited to talk to him. I've been following him for a couple of years during this. Um, it's, it's something that really resonates with me, as I've mentioned in the podcast before. Um, I do have a son who has autism. And um, so to see something like this coming out and... Funnily enough, it's often something that's not talked about in comics. Is like all the superheroes that are out there, there aren't that many with some sort of disability. Like I think there was like three I could think of that like automatically sprung to mind when I thought of heroes with disability. One of them was Daredevil, who's obviously blind, and probably one of the most well-known ones. The next one being Hawkeye, who's deaf. I was about to say, doesn't Hawkeye go deaf? Yeah, he's deaf. 
He still technically is deaf, it just doesn't get brought up that often. Um, and then the other big one who is no longer disabled um, was uh, Barbara Gordon, Oracle. Yeah, she was shot by the Joker, was in a wheelchair and became the big, one of the big like behind the scenes people for the whole of DC. Mostly with Batman, but overall for a lot of people. And But honestly, like, you know, people are crying out for in inclusiveness and stuff. You know, people are crying out for inclusiveness of like different colours, different genders, different races to be included in as superheroes. There isn't that many for like those with disabilities, which I think is a shame. Um, but yeah, it's like so. I'm really excited to talk to him, kind of like how he came up with this and how we got into this. So keep that in your diaries for June twenty first. We're going to be doing that. So that's what th three weeks. Yeah, three weeks today. We'll be talking to him. So I'm all excited for that. And um, talking about our different characters as well. Ad says the symbiotes have many versions. Like oh yeah, there's tons of versions of the symbiotes depending on. Even like just the main universe who they take on, who becomes a symbiote, who does whatever. And um, like Venom said a ton of hoes, Carnage said a ton of hoes, they've had a ton of symbiotes spin off of them. Let alone if you go into other universes and alternative universes where they've touched stuff, yeah the symbiotes have got tons. Oh well, hey, we're getting a bit of colour going. That's looking good dude, that's looking really good. Just watching you colour in there. Um as says Venom took over Groot at one point, like yeah he did, I think. Was that the Was that during the Guardian of the Galaxy run he did that? Like during one of the Guardian of the Galaxy runs, I know Venom joined them and and when he was on Flash Thompson and I think he took over I think he took over most of the Guardians at some point during that. But yeah, like the symbiotes have got a massive thing, like even those that usually wear the symbiotes have like got a very a habit of still having other symbiotes. Like I think Eddie Brock at one point became Toxin. He was like one of the spin-offs of Carnage. Before he ended up getting the Eddie, the Venom symbiote back. Nice, that's looking good, dude. Sorry, I'm gonna. Uh, sorry, I'm gonna quiet here for anyone watching. Like I'm just watching Nitro like do Spider-Man here and call it a minute. It's looking really cool. I haven't followed any of the Venomized stuff, even though I'm a huge Venom fan. Cause I, I did. A, I, I I dug a lot of the Mark Bagley Venom like back in the day, but I haven't, I haven't read a lot of the newer stuff. Um, so I don't know what they're particularly doing. Yeah, they're kind of going in a different direction with them now. It's like, I, I appreciate Donny Cates doing a different direction with Venom, but I was a huge fan of, like, Flash Thompson becoming Venom and doing the Agent Venom stuff. I, yeah, I never got into that. I really liked the Agent Venom stuff, and it's like, it was... They put him back on Eddie pretty much because it was coming up on the 50th anniversary. Well, not fitness. Is it 50th anniversary? 
but like it was like the the 150th anniversary of the 150th issue or something like that it was some big anniversary for venom so they wanted to put him back on brock which i kind of like i like teddy brock as venom like he was kind of like synonymous with it for a while but at the same time it was like i feel like there was only so many stories you can tell like especially since they tried to do like the anti-hero thing already and they had him as a villain and you know, I really liked the Flash Thompson stuff with Venom. I thought it was new and it was different. It talks to Symbi as the offspring of Venom and Carnage. Yeah, so like most of the other symbiotes beyond Carnage are like are like offspring of him. Is Toxin an offspring of Venom? I I always get them confused. Let me look it up. I really feel like Oh yeah, like I mean, it's. I mean, it's decent enough. It's not like the worst thing in the world, but I'm like at the same time, I'm like there is a point of like really that's it. Yeah, so Toxin's an offspring of Carnage. Oh, this is like a hatred towards the new spawn, even before he gave birth to it. Yeah, so like he was the one. So it was an offspring of um, Carnage. Um, it was attached to a cop as his first host, and then it ended up becoming um, attached to Eddie Brock later. Yeah, so that's looking sweet, man. So yeah, I, I like the symbiotes to a certain degree. It's like that. I think they need to be done in the right way, though. Like it can be overdone to a certain extent. You know, it's like I think with success of Venom and Carnage, like I think they always want to have do something with those. Like that's why we ended up getting a Venom movie because Sony knew that it was successful. You know that Venom was a popular character, so it would get some sort of success to it. How are you feeling about the Venom sequel? Let there be Carnage. How do you feel about Woody Harrelson as Carnage? Like he just like in that end credit scene, he looked goofy. Yeah. Like he, he straight up looked goofy. Like they were making fun of the character. Yeah, I mean Cletus Cassidy's meant to be he's meant to be a scary character. Like he's unstable and he has that goofiness to the way he acts, but he's also meant to be really intimidating. And I'm sorry, but without wig on, I just I I couldn't. Like, and I like Woody Harrelson as well. He's a good actor. I just I don't think he's right for Carnage. I, at the same time, though, like I don't know who I would cast as Carnage at this point. Oh, 
Yeah, as I saying, Cassidy is one messed up guy. Like, yeah, I mean, like he's a legitimate like psychopath. Yeah, that's what makes Carnage so dangerous. It's not just like a, you know, it's not just the fact that like that, that Carnage is dangerous itself. Like, no, like it attaches to Cletus Cassidy, and he's he's a utter psycho. Why are you squishing Spider Man's head? So you're squishing his poor head and I'm like, oh dear. <laughs> but yeah, like, I'll be honest though, of anything that Sony's talking about doing with the Spider-Man characters, like, Venom's probably the one I'm most excited for. The rest of it all sounds like crap. Like, see the jackpot. Like, you have so many cool characters. Why are you going to put such an obscure character? Well, that's it. They're looking for a female-led movie, and I'm like, hold on a minute. You stopped doing Black Cat and Silver Sable, who are much better, well-known characters. And Jackpot was your next option, really? It's like... Do you think we'll actually see Spider-Man in Venom 2? Do you think it's something we'll actually get? It's going to be like a tag. That's it. It's going to be a tag, and that's it. Because I, I don't see, because people are talking about that, oh, is this a crossover for the MCU? And I'm like, I don't understand why. <laughs> hey, Katari, how's it going? Katari jumped in and said, OMG, you decapitated Spider-Man. Well, he was pretty... <laughs> he was pretty much squishing his head not too long ago, so... <laughs> but how are you doing, Katari? How are you... You streaming today? How's your streaming going, sweetheart? Is it going good? But yeah, we're just hanging out. Nitro's doing a, a Spider-Man picture we're going to be doing for a giveaway at some point. Um, I have faith in his ability, even if he is squishing Spider-Man. Oh, nice, doing some Minecraft building later. Awesome. Awesome. How did you get on with your um, your Animal Crossing village? I never got to catch the end of it before you went offline. How did you get on with your uh, with your Animal Crossing town that you were making? Did you get the houses built or stuff, or is it just still the layout? Sorry. Yeah, I was talking to Kit last night a little bit. I was lurking in her stream and she was doing some Animal Crossing stuff, so... Made some good progress. I can only move one house up there a day. <laughs> well, you still got a lot of work done. Like considering you were like laying paths when I first came on, I kind of caught you when I jumped back in. You were you had like a whole front part of the town. You had waterfalls. So there's some pictures in Discord once they're all done. Yeah, definitely. I definitely definitely share some. I need to see them and see how it's gone. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So please don't remove Spider Man's head. That's I think it's a very narrow like margin of people that would want to get a decapitated Spider Man picture. Much better. There we go. Alright, I don't want to know how you're gonna actually put like the webbing stuff across his body. You know what? I was thinking the same thing and I was thinking how much of a mistake it was to pick Spider Man and it's growing. Because <laughs> you know, I, I, I from time to time think about old school comics and how they 
how they drew stuff so consistently. I'm like, Spider-Man has probably got to be one of the hardest characters to draw. So you have to draw his webbing every single time, and from various different angles, and it shows perspective, and it's just like, the worst, man. Yeah, I think we found we found out why like Spider-Man comics are always running late, like due to art. I think we found out why Spider-Man comics are running late due to the art and having to like do all that stuff. Like I don't envy that part of it because like it looks great right now, but like he's definitely missing that, like the emblem yeah. and the webbing, and it's like. Oof. That's that's gonna be so tedious. I mean, one thing you could do. So I'll show you. Oops, did not mean to do this. But one thing you could do is they they have these perspective line tools, which is why Photoshop is always here. <laughs> so I can actually. Let me do this real quick. I feel like I need to McFarlane this eye. In case you can't tell, like his favorite Spider-Man artist is Todd McFarlane. Like, I feel like I need to... wow. Yeah, we're gonna we're just gonna go there, folks. That's what we're gonna do. We're just gonna go there and have the huge eye. Okay, that's <laughs> that's what we're doing now. All right. So if you do like, all right. So this is obviously the center line, and your head goes the the line like bows out, right? Mm -hmm. So if we start up here, and then we go down here, that doesn't look right. So we don't want to fill it with anything, but we want to have a black line. But we don't want it to be that thin, or that thick, rather. That's way too thick. Oh, wow, yeah. That's too thick. Let me just try two. There we go. Okay. And then we're going to grab it, and pull it, basically. And that will be... So basically, rinse and repeat, I guess. <laughs> no, you just have to do it like 200 more times. Yeah, so like, I could paste it again, but instead, like, kind of turn it. Alright, here you go. Here's a question for you. Ads just put a question in for us in the chat. We got to discuss who you think has the worst power in movies. I see the kid who blinks at the TV in X Men. So as I saying, like the kid for like is it the first or the second X Men movie who like blinks at the TV and changes the channel? Imagine having that as your power. I was going to say it's like that. See, unless you're like absolutely exhausted and can't be bothered like getting up to find the remote if you've lost it. Some days that will seem like a really sweet power personally, but oh, I need to think now though. Like who's who's got the worst power? That's a tough one. That's a really tough one. Um, I guess depending what you're thinking of, like if you're talking about like the world that you're that we're in, because like, I'm thinking another X Men one. One of the worst ones I think would probably be Cyclops. Well, think about it, because, like, every day, like, you know, like, if you're fighting, like, you know, super villains, or if you're fighting, like, robots or anything like that, or the Sentinels, yeah, Optic Blast could be an amazing thing. Like, but everyday tasks, everyday normal living, 
like anytime he opens his eyes, they things blast out. They're uncontrollable unless he's got like those whatever special glasses it is he wears. Just remember the first. I mean, just think about maybe the first time that something happened. <laughs> yeah, like think how much destruction because think about that in your everyday life. Like, cause if you're doing it in like a world where yeah, you're going to be facing supervillains. Yeah, it's got its properties, but like I'm think in my everyday life, like I'm going to cause so much destruction. How do you sleep at night? Like, the only thing he's got is glasses. Like, try sleeping in bed at night. If you have a bad dream and you wake up and start blinking your eyes or something, you know, it'll destroy your house. Um, Probably the... Probably the other one in terms of, like, really crap powers, though. Again, it's X... Most of them are going to come from X-Men because, like, they ran out of stuff. I don't know, I don't think she actually uses her powers in the movies, although she appears, woo. I have unplugged my headset, give me one sec. That's what happens when you're playing with your headphones, you unplug it. Um, but yeah, probably she appears in the movies, I don't know if she uses her powers, I don't think so, but Jubilee from the X-Men. Oh, the, the firework finger? Let, literally from... Like the X Men cartoon to now, I have never understood that power and why it was a threat. Ever. At any point. Because it's not really fireworks, because at least if she. Because she never fires at people. It's just like fireworks, bright blasts. And I guess it disorientates people, but it's like. I've yet to see something for that. Like. My other big one would have been like Dazzler from the X-Men. To turn sound into light. Which seems like a really crap power except the one time it was useful. Which is um, during the X-Men versus Inhumans story. Excuse me. Where Dazzler actually uses it against Black Bolt. To stop his like powerful destructive voice. Which is, like, at least there was a one time that was useful for Jubilee. I don't think it ever was. So I don't know if she uses it in the movies, but that would probably be mine. Yeah. Well, not X-Men, just... Definitely an X-Men fan. Yeah. But well, it doesn't need to be X-Men, just any power, like, worst power in movies. Worst power that you've seen in movies. If there is one. Yeah, it's a tough question. It's it's definitely not a normal. Yeah, she's only noticeable by her yellow coat in the movie. Yeah, like literally, she's there. Like I wouldn't have had a clue that Jubilee was even in that movie if it wasn't for the fact of like all the advertising beforehand. They said, "Hey, Jubilee's going to be in this," and like, is she going to be a major character? Nope. Then why tell us? I, I, she's not a character I've ever followed along with. The most interesting thing I think that happened to her in the comic was when she turned into a vampire. And then she had a son who I think was also a vampire. And then she got turned back and it's just a mutant. Like, literally nothing exciting has ever happened. Like, But yeah, that's a good question, Azo. That's a really good question. I'm really stumped to that one. 
You're really procrastinating and if you're going to do these webs or not, aren't you? Yeah, I know. I'm just... I might just do a more, like, artistic license version. <laughs> I don't like this line, though. I'm definitely going to erase this. Well, you can always wait and do the... Do the lines off screen, leave that for, like, the off-camera stuff. Because we're already at, like, an hour and a half sort of time frame, so... Yeah, I think we might... I'm at a point where anything I do is going to take hours, so... Um. Yeah, well, that's not bad for... Yeah, so this is what we got so far. I mean, that's not bad for like an hour and a half, dude. No. That's, that's looking sweet. Obviously, it's going to get tidied up and stuff and put more detail on it, but like for an hour and a half, like quick run through, that's really not bad. So yeah, so yeah, guys, this is going to be another giveaway that we eventually do. Obviously, we'll he's going to do a bit more work in that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I feel like he was totally underdone. Um. Oh, you back? Yeah, let me put this back to dual screen. Um. So ads also says in there, Darwin and X Men First Class could adapt to stuff, but all we see him do is put his head in a fish tank. And I'm like, yeah, that's a little bit of a waste, I felt. Because it's like, Darwin is actually a really cool character who can, like, literally adapt to anything. And I'm like... like he would be super powerful, like, if he was utilized correctly. Yeah, and then, he, like, he gets killed off in, like, the f like 30 minutes later. <laughs> um, it's like, always, like you said, all we see him do is put his head in a fish tank. And I'm like, that's a character that could have been really cool to see. Agreed. Um... I often felt like that in the X-Men movies where they didn't know what to do with half of the characters. But, but yeah, this has actually been a really chill stream today. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's been a really chill stream. We've literally just been talking. Like, I'm I'm honestly at the point where I'm kind of like, have we done enough today for a podcast? Like, we've just kind of been chatting about this and that, and you've been drawing, and I'm like... I don't know. I think just... I don't know if it's just because of how intense the last few weeks have been, like, with special guests, so. and... Yeah, I think as well, like, because I think what I really feel weird about this week is because, like, I had no prep to do this week, really, except look yeah. up news stories. Like, for last week, I had, I was watching the MCU movies for, I was reading, when we talked with Lewis, I was reading, like, Villains, Seeking Hero, and, you know, I was looking up stuff when we were doing the talk with Philip for Richmond Comics, like, this week has literally been, this is going to be an art stream, so this is, like, all you, this is all yeah. Nitro, and I'm, like, I'm just looking up a few news stories. Ad says, as a loyal viewer, this has been awesome. Like, oh, thank you so much. I appreciate yeah. that, Ad. I, I really appreciate it. I'm appreciate it. Hope you enjoy it. And is I'll that you? Be better prepared with a with a more finished drawing next time. <laughs> well, it's our first time, um, and that's something as well for everyone who's watching. If you're watching us here on Twitch, or if you're watching on YouTube at a later date, um, is this something you want to see more of? Do you want us to see us doing more art streams? Because um, today was kind of a tester. If you want us to do more of like, if you want to see Thomas doing the, some of the finishing stuff on Spider-Man or doing some more stuff during the podcast time, we can definitely do that. But we're also playing with the idea of a second stream during the week. Um, a scheduled one, like I've been doing some games here and there, but they've all been kind of like whenever I've got the chance to, it's not really scheduled. But would you guys like to see a second scheduled stream every week or every couple of weeks where Thomas comes on and does some 
and when Nitro comes on and does some art, does some amazing stuff, and chats with you guys, is that something you would be interested in? Um, if it is, by all means, let us know. If let us know on here, let us know on YouTube, let us know on social media, and say like, yeah, this was cool, we want to see it again, or no, this sucks, we don't want to see it again. Let us know, because I don't want to waste time putting out a stream that you guys don't want to watch, because there's no point in that. I mean, if you really don't like me seeing, uh, like seeing me decapitate Spider-Man, it's okay. <laughs> Hell, you took Spider-Man's head off. Like, thanks. Um, but yeah, guys, pop in and um, let us know either way. Um, we've not had a mass amount of people in the chat, but for those that have popped in, thank you, Ed. Thank you, Kit. Thank you for popping in and saying hi and hanging out. We really appreciate it. Yeah, Ed's just saying he would tune in for that, for an art stream. Awesome. awesome. Well, let us have a look into that then and see how we would do that. Um, because that's the only thing with that is like I have all the streaming stuff for Comics and the Cross on mine, and we would have to basically get that for your computer to set that up. So, but if you guys definitely want to see that, let us have a look at it. Like it's definitely something we're going to be um, looking into. Oh, something else to update on as well that we were talking about in social media. I completely forgot to mention. We were looking at a second sponsor. We were looking at um, see if we could get sponsored by Manscaped and um, grooming products for men. Um, I'm like the perfect sponsor for them. Um, they sell razors. I am one of the hairiest men you'll ever meet. So it seemed like it would fit. Um, so I reached out and talked with them. Unfortunately, at this point, Comics and the Cross is still too small a channel. They have certain guidelines in place, which is understandable. This is a product that like sponsors big name companies, like the freaking sponsor like UFC and stuff like that. So the fact that we've got like 60-something followers on Twitch, a couple of hundred on social media, is like we're not quite at the level that they were looking for, even in terms of a small company. Yeah, so we need to grow a little bit, but they did say if we do grow and get to a good size, then yeah, by all means, we can go back to them. So, I just wanted to give you guys an update on that, because thank you for everyone who was shouting out to them and saying to definitely follow us, but like, obviously a big company like that, I've got guidelines to follow, and we ain't going to be a benefit to them at this point, like, let's be honest. And we're still a young channel though. I mean, like I'm I'm so proud of the growth that we've had in the, the short few months that we've been doing this. We've only been going since the end of March. So it's what, two months? Awesome. Just over two months yeah. we've been doing this now. And yeah. um, we've already hit Twitch affiliate, we've got merchandise out, we've got an amazing sponsor in Gamer Grind who I, I am proud to have as a sponsor for us. They've been amazing. Although I can't ever look at their logo the same. Who was it that popped in? It was Solomon. Um, I think you've seen Solomon pop in the chat occasionally. He popped in one night when I was doing just a chat and stream. And he goes, like, why is that logo got a boot inside of a walnut? And I'm like, it, it's, a co it's a coffee bean with a controller inside of it. And all I can see now is a boot inside of a walnut every time I look at it. Oh my gosh, yeah, it does look like that. <laughs> and I'm like, so that's what I see now when I look at that. So thank you for that, Solomon. But... I'm so proud of the sponsor we've got, and thank you so much, Comic Clan. Thank you for all the support yeah, you guys absolutely. have given us. And us tried everything. Really appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, that's part of the big thing. We've been trying a lot of different stuff, and thank you for that. We've been feeling it early, doing Cosmic in the Cross to see if you guys want some sci-fi stuff, and doing the art stream, having guests on the show, having just normal chat about new stuff. For ten episodes, we've done a lot of stuff. Yeah. A lot of yeah, a lot of different things. And I feel like now, like that's going to be our next step going forward. And I'll say this kind of on the channel that going forward from here, we're going to try and like even out what we're doing, 
there's still a couple of things I want to do and include as part of Comics and the Cross. Like, I still want to do um, our indie introduction show where I do, like, the first volume of an indie book and pitch it. Because uh, Nitro's not really done any, read any indie books or stuff like that. So, um, it's a good chance to kind of pitch it to someone who's not read that stuff and to you if you want to watch, obviously. Um, and just go through some of the great indie titles out there because if you're only reading Marvel and DC from comics, you're missing out on some amazing stuff. There's some amazing books out there. Um, so that's definitely something that's on the books for me to try. Um, but if any of the shows that you've really enjoyed, let us know. If any of the stuff that you really want to see us doing channel again, let us know and um, we'll try and fit it in. Cosmic and the Cross will come back to finish our Firefly one, um, our second part of that. But beyond that, I think it's going to be put on hold at the moment because I want it to become its own show um, on the channel and not just part of our Sunday talks um, and that's going to have to wait until we get more you know, uh, more time that I can feed into this because right now Sundays are the main time that we can really give to the channel yep. um, so for anyone that's watching, whether you're here on Twitch or on our YouTube go ahead and on the, you can go ahead and follow us on um, social media if you're not following us on our Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, go ahead and follow Ad says, think I'm going to start watching Stargate, never seen it. You will not be disappointed, Ad. It's a phenomenal show. Stargate SG-1 is one of my favourite sci-fi shows. I absolutely love it. It's really well done. You you won't be disappointed. If you watch the movie first, like the Stargate movie that came out before it, it's a predecessor to it, but the show does a little bit of a soft reboot, so some of the stuff has kind of changed um, just to fit it better the direction they go. But yeah, so if you're in chat and you're here with us, then we've got our social media there. Go and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram if you're not doing that already. And if you're following us here, but you are not um, checking out our YouTube channel, please go ahead and follow us on YouTube and subscribe to us there. All our shows are archived there, um, so you can go back and watch it. Also, the gameplay footage that we've done so far is up on there. And any art streams that we do in the future will also be logged on to our YouTube. So go ahead and check that out as well, guys. Um, I think that's really it for today. If there's anything else you've got, Nitro, anything else you... Anytime during the week if you guys want to chat. Um, I'm normally on Discord. We have mm -hmm. a channel, a uh, Discord channel. Um, Comic Land, yep. basically. I'll throw um, that so into chat as well if you want to join yeah. our Discord. So just pop over there. We talk about all different sorts of things. Uh, shows, TV shows, movies, comics, life. If you have any prayer requests, we have private prayer rooms, boiler, chat, anything. So basically anything you want to talk about. So uh, yeah, if you're bored one day, I'm usually on throughout the week. So yeah, Nigel's been really good about being on there as well. Um, and I will throw out as well. He said about prayer requests, especially in the time that our country's in at the moment and that the world's facing. Um, as I said, Nigel and I are Christians. It's not mandatory for you to be Christian or a believer in Jesus Christ um, to come and join us on the channel. Um, but if there is something going on and you do want to have prayer for it and do want to. Um, seek God on it or just give something to over to him to assist with and we are more than happy to pray we do have prayer rooms in our discord we have a prayer request section there or you can private message us here on Twitch on YouTube, on our social medias as well you can DM us on any of them um, and we'd be more than happy to pray with you alright I think yeah that's all I have yeah I think that's it for today actually fun, so, yeah it's been a Appreciate fun stream and chill um, yeah, I try to see if any of our friends are on Twitch to try and do a raid on someone. This, I'm going to sound really dumb. What is a raid? 
Um, so a raid is basically when you're on Twitch and you're at the end of your podcast or at the end of your stream. You can put raid into your chat and then it'll go to a different channel. Like all of your viewers will go over there and like raid their channel and bring people in. Um, there's only a couple of viewers in here, but we could raid someone, I think. Let me see. Let's go see Behaving Beardly. He's a friend that's on um, Sea of Thieves right now. Um, so let me go ahead and throw that in the chat. Okay, so give me a sec with this because I've never done this before. I've done hosting, but I've never... Alright, guys, so we're going to head over to Behaving Beardly. So definitely enjoy your week. It's been an absolute pleasure um, seeing you all. And we will see you all again next week, guys. But take care. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it. Take care. Be blessed, guys. Excelsior.